Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny, in case you're new here, or welcome back. I hope you are doing well. I'm so excited. Let's just jump into a rose, bud, and thorn. I honestly don't really want to introduce myself today. So if you're new here, you can just listen to like another episode or just listen and figure it out because that's fun too. Today, my rose, actually, I haven't even thought about this. So let me give me like five seconds to think about what my rose, bud, and thorn are. Okay, my rose today is that it is absolutely beautiful outside. It is so sunny, not a cloud in the sky. It's still a little bit cold, um, but it's like so, so, so sunny out. And sunniness, is that even a word? The sun, honestly, it just makes my mood so much better, like unbelievably better. First of all, I am in such a better mood just to begin with and also it gives me such motivation to wear cute outfits because I can actually wear cute outfits. I feel like when it's cold I have to put on a jacket or my puffer or whatever and that just like ruins the vibes of my cute outfits but when it's sunny I don't have to wear a jacket, a heavy jacket so I can explore more with my outfits. So today I kind of played around with this little collar peeking out of my sweatshirt. I know this is like an old trend, but I never really got into it. And now I think it looks so cute. So very obsessed with it. Yeah, it was such a good day today. I also studied outside just because of how sunny it was. I feel like my face definitely one side is going to be more tan than the other because the sun was like shining on the left side of my face only, but that's fine. And I just had a really nice day. It's been very chill. It was a alone type of day, but like on campus and very sunny and good. Really nice. Very good rose. Okay, honestly, that's a good rose to start with. My thorn is that uh, university is ending. And honestly, now it's kind of hitting me that I'm going to be sad about it. Um, the As I'm filming this, I just finished my second last week of school because I don't have class on Fridays. So Thursdays are technically my last day of classes during the week. So today's Thursday, just finished up classes. It's the afternoon. It's kind of like the weekend now. Next week is my last week of classes. And I then I never have class ever again as an undergrad, which is very wild to say and honestly hard to believe. I don't really know how it's going to go. We'll see. My other thorn, I have two today, and it's not really a bad thing. It's like, doesn't make me into a bad mood. I'm just like, I have two thorns. My other thorn is that because it's the end of the semester, I have so many assignments due and uh, two of them are group projects. And you know, when you like have to work in a group project, it's just, you have to wait on other people and stuff like that. Like my other projects, they were just individual projects and I finished them like a week ago, but because of group projects, you have to wait for everyone to finish and then look over everyone else's work. And then I hate this thing where you are like trying not to step on each other's toes and offend other people. But I don't know. It's like hard to hard to balance. But yeah, that's my thorn. But we'll be done on Monday. So I'm very, very excited about that. My bud is... Oh, God, please. I'm going to... This is the last time I'm going to talk about it. But it's my birthday coming up. 
It's my birthday on Saturday in two days, but we're starting the celebrations tomorrow since it's the weekend. I'm so excited. On Friday, which is April 1st, my birthday is April 2nd, but on April 1st, I'm having like my family dinner with my boyfriend and just my family. We're going to a hot pot place near my house and I'm so excited. My family's never been to that hot pot place in person, so I'm very excited to bring them there. I've been there, but It has been since COVID started, I think, pretty much, which is crazy. And then on Saturday, my boyfriend and I are just going to go to a dinner to Manami. I watched a vlog recently where someone went to Manami and I just want to drink cocktails and eat fancy sushi and dress up and have fun. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's not raining. I really, really hope it's sunny this weekend. I hate my birthday because of like the time that it's in. It's like always a gamble with if it's going to be sunny or not, just because it's like perfectly the transition to spring. And sometimes April 2nd is really, really nice and sunny, but other times April 2nd is not. Like I remember last year, the morning started off raining and then it got kind of like just cloudy and overcast, which wasn't terrible. So hopefully it's sunny. I think when I checked the weather report this morning, it says it's raining, which I'm kind of sad about, but Let's all pray that it's not raining on my birthday, but you guys are going to hear this after, so it doesn't even matter. Anyways, let's do a little, I don't even have anything to catch up on, actually. In terms of like another update, just because I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast recently, I don't really know. I have been continuing to plan out my travels for this summer. I'm very excited about that and just also solidifying other plans. Oh, I got my graduation ceremony date and time. All the details are rolled out now. So I now am looking into renting my cap and gown and also probably looking into getting a photographer for pictures that day with my family and friends and I'm just very excited uh super excited about that honestly again hard to believe that I'm graduating also need to find an outfit which I am now thinking of which I didn't realize and I really don't want to wear heels (sighs) I don't know anyways that's my update. I'm graduating and I got all my graduation details. Definitely going to make a graduation vlog. Obviously, it's going to be so much fun. And yeah, I'm so excited because this is like the first year of in-person graduations again. And it is going to be absolutely phenomenal. So excited. So excited. I feel like I graduated just in time from both high school and university with this COVID thing. I graduated high school in 2018. So obviously COVID was like not even a thing yet. But now I'm graduating and COVID is declining now. So again, we can have in-person graduation. So I'm very excited about that. Okay, now we can get into the podcast episode. This episode, I'm going to just disclaim right now, I did not think of this idea at all. I honestly, to be honest today, didn't even think I was going to record a podcast because I had no idea what I wanted to do for my topic. I just, some days I have like really strong ideas with what I want to record. Other days I'm like, I have no idea or desire to record right now. And that was me up until maybe an hour ago. When I thought of this, I listened to another podcast. Um, I've talked about this before, but I'm a big fan of the In Bloom podcast. And Abby actually also took this podcast idea from another podcast. So I don't know who the original podcaster was. It's kind of like a podcast chain. But the idea slash topic is basically talking about your non-negotiables in life or in your daily routine. So 
non-negotiables, I mean, is pretty self-explanatory. It's basically things that you are not willing to give up and are boundaries that you set. And I think this is very important. I would say early in my early, early adult life, like when I was 18, 19, I'm still a young adult right now. When I was like fresh out of high school, I had like no non-negotiables really. Um, I would let people do whatever they want to me in terms of like if they needed a favor, I would do it. If they needed emotional help, I would offer it right away. I was just a people pleaser. I would let people walk all over me. You know how it is. But as I've grown older and also grown into myself, my identity and my values, I have obviously and thankfully uh, developed more boundaries and just ideas of what I like and don't like and what I think is important to me and what I think is not as important to me. And I think that's really important to share. So when I listened to Abby's podcast, I was listening to her non-negotiables and I was kind of comparing like, oh, would I consider that my non-negotiable? Is that something I think is as important? And there are some that I think that were and some that I think weren't as important. So I thought it would be fun if I shared mine and then you can kind of think about whether you would agree or disagree with them. I mean, obviously everyone is different, so not everyone is going to have the same non-negotiables. And also, I think there's also in the just like the term non-negotiables there's a lot of like leeway with it with the ones that I wrote down today in my notebook that I'm looking at I would say these non-negotiables are more in terms of like things that I have to do every day or try to do every day or I at least have to have time to have to do if that makes sense not necessarily I guess we're not really getting into the emotional side and like regarding other people This is more like an independent non-negotiables, things that I prioritize and have to have time for in my day. Okay, so let's get started with my first non-negotiable, which is waking up early. So I typically, ever since I was little, have always been an early waker. I've never been the type of person to be able to sleep in until noon. I don't know, just biologically, I'm not wired like that, I guess. It's just never been my thing. But I would, I remember in my preteen slash early teenage years though, there was a period of time where if I had like break from school, like spring break or Christmas break or whatever, I would wake up early, but I would be in my room on my phone, on my computer until maybe 11 or 12 a.m. slash p.m., like 11 a.m. or 12 p.m., which is crazy. And that is just I honestly could not imagine doing that now, first of all, because I get so hungry, but second of all, because it just stresses me out. I've realized throughout the years that if I don't wake up early enough, if I don't wake up early enough and I have to kind of rush or constantly be thinking about what's coming next in my morning routine, it gives me a lot of stress. So what I have found is that like whenever I have class or going to the gym, like a workout class or things that, you know, I need to be places in the morning, I feel like some people would try to sleep in as much as possible. Okay. I remember a specific instance. A specific instance would be when my friends would drag me to 6 a.m. soul cycle classes in the summer 
And I don't live that close to the Soul Cycle in Vancouver, which recently shut down, which is quite sad. But I don't live very close to the Soul Cycle in Vancouver. And because it was at 6 a.m., I had to leave pretty early. And I feel like because it's so early, people might try to sleep in as much as they can and then leave at the last minute and get there at like 6 a.m. on the dot. But for me, I just don't work like that anymore. I have to, even if it's like butt crack of dawn, if it makes me wake up at 3 a.m., I have to get up a little bit earlier just so I have time to breathe, think through my day, not be rushed, and just have a relaxing morning. When I start a morning and it starts off rushed, it starts off with anxiety, it starts off stressed, I just get really set up for a bad day and it is not good for me. So my non-negotiable, I guess, would just be I need to give myself time in the morning. And if that means I have to wake up early and not sleep as much or sleep earlier the night before, then so be it. That's just one of the things that I've learned I have to do. My second non-negotiable is no phone in the morning. I, as I said earlier, was a big victim of this I guess when I was little in that as soon as I woke up I'd go on my phone go on YouTube Instagram whatever it is and then I'd be in my bed for three to four hours before getting out of bed and that's just not good I also feel like when you check your phone right in the morning you get flooded with a lot of unexpected things because you know Things like world events might happen overnight that are honestly very scary or maybe very shocking. And to check your phone and not be able to control that and not be in the right mindset is a very bad thing for me. Like I said, I if I start my morning off incorrectly where I'm like stressed out or sad or freaking out, I just lose it for the rest of the day. So I found that not checking my phone at all, not letting myself go on my social media or check my messages or respond back to messages right when I wake up has been so good for me. Honestly, I I started doing this, this non-negotiable, because I remember this one instance in first year where I like woke up and then I checked my phone and I saw that one of my friends had messaged me and then I like responded back. Then later on throughout the day, because I think I woke up pretty early, so the person didn't respond back quite yet. When the person responded back later in the day, I looked back at my message, and it didn't even make sense, my response. I was like, what did I even try to say here? Like, it doesn't even make sense. And because, it was just because when I wake up in the morning so early, I don't know how to read, and I don't know how to write, so I can't read messages properly, and then I don't know how to respond back clearly, properly, to answer what the person's asking about, It's just not a good time. So what I've decided is just to cut it out altogether. I let myself check Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff when I have finished my breakfast and when I'm ready in the right mindset because I've found that if I'm not, I can get flooded with a lot of news and things that honestly is not a great way to start the day. My third non-negotiable is alone time and I would kind of edit this now to more properly say productive alone time and not productive in the sense of like I have to be getting work done and finishing school work and editing a YouTube video and doing whatever. I don't mean like actually getting work done. I mean like I'm more saying like unproductive being me sitting in my bed and not moving for like hours on end. I don't find that me scrolling on TikTok 
for hours in my bed is productive alone time because I'm not making myself think. I'm not making myself feel better. It's just like kind of a coping mechanism. But it's not to say that I can't do that. I do do that a lot if I'm very tired and I just need like a few minutes to breathe and not think and also just watch TikTok because I love watching TikTok. But I have found that like throughout the week or throughout the day, I just need some alone time. And I think I've built that quite successfully into my morning routine, which I want to talk about in another video. But one of the parts of my morning routine is during breakfast because I'm eating and I don't have my phone, obviously, because I don't let myself have my phone. I just read and it is just such a nice time because first of all, it actually gets me to read. Sometimes if I read at night or I tell myself I need to read in the afternoon or whatever, I get kind of like unmotivated. As you get later on in the day, your willpower gets a little weaker. So I find that doing the hard things in the morning, like maybe reading or doing your chores or whatever in the morning is a lot easier. That being said, I usually do like to read anyway because the books that I read are actually pretty good. I want to tell you actually about the book that I'm reading right now. The book that I'm reading right now is called First Comes Like by Alicia Rye. I talked about it in a vlog, but I really didn't have many expectations for this book. Basically what I thought or what I saw of it was that it was just about an influencer and a celebrity and they were starting to date. Um, what's special is also that both of them are people of color. The influencer, she is Pakistani, I believe. And then the um, actor is Indian. But I just thought it was like a, it would be a fun fiction story. But honestly, like it is so good. And I have had a hard time stopping reading in the morning. It's been really good. And I just think it's like such a cute romance novel and just also a light read that's good, but also interesting. It's not just like stereotypical, oh, she falls in love with him and stuff like that. But if you're interested, you should definitely take a look at it. If you're like into the fiction-y stuff, right now I'm kind of in a fiction phase because I've been reading a lot of nonfiction before this. So in a fiction phase right now. But anyways, I don't even know where I was now that I got sidetracked, but I was saying about how I read in the morning. Okay. Mm, yeah. Other options of productive alone time that I find is just honestly, like when I plan for my day, when I do journaling, when I just like eat ice cream and sit with my thoughts, like there's so many easy ways and I think the key is to not let yourself get distracted or constantly have noise around you. One thing that I've realized that I do a lot is I tr like avoid noise a lot and just like put YouTube videos on in the background and just not want to be silent sometimes, which I'm trying to get better at like mindfully eating, mindfully cooking, mindfully doing things without constantly having a distraction there because I feel like our generation is so used to having those sounds and those everything there. Actually, one thing that I've realized has helped me a lot with this, like not having YouTube videos constantly playing and music and stuff is like filming TikToks because for my TikToks, I have to be quiet for them. Like I film without noise, if that makes sense. 
and also YouTube videos, like filming stuff makes me more conscious of the fact of like what I'm listening to in the background because obviously if I want to use a clip in my YouTube video and have audio on, I can't have a video playing because then I can, they can't hear me, you know? But anyways, productive alone time, definitely something that I really prioritize. Oh, also going to the gym, of course. Um, I find that is great. Today I was heading home and it's such a nice day like I said and I was kind of a little bit ahead of schedule so I decided to go and take some Instagram pictures because why not and I found that to be very fun and productive. I was a little bit shy at first because there were some people there definitely not a lot because it was like the middle of the day on a Thursday but after like a few minutes when I was like, okay, there's, I don't know why I'm so shy. I literally just like took pictures and had fun with it. And honestly, even though that's kind of like shallow and not like the same as journaling or whatever, I found that to be very fun and productive by myself. Cause I was like, this is something I want to do right now. Okay, let's do it. Why not? So I had fun with that and I'm posting those for my birthday because in the case that I can't get a picture on my birthday, then I want to post these pictures that I took today and I really like them. So anyways, let's move on to my next non-negotiable. My next non-negotiable is daily journaling. And as I was thinking about making ideas for this video, like what my non-negotiables were, I was more so thinking about like, when I went on vacation, what were things that I still did because I thought they were very important to me? And I was thinking about when I went to Seattle with my boyfriend, what did I still do in the morning? And like, even though I wasn't at home, even though I wasn't in my regular environment, what did I still do that I thought was important to me in the morning? And a couple of those things were obviously no phone still. I tried to keep my routine as similar as possible, but um, meditation was also another one and daily journaling is the last one. So daily journaling, I've been like a journaler since I was honestly like elementary school. I have, I have a drawer full of my old journals in the past and I can just go back and read and just think about what I thought in those times and stuff like that. I wasn't always the best journaler in that I didn't always like delve into my feelings and I sometimes avoided those if I was having a hard day, but I still appreciate that I wrote about my day and what my life was like at that time because now that I look back, it's just like so precious and so valuable. And now that I see that evidence and I see these memories, I'm like more motivated to keep going. But anyways, daily journaling for me honestly just offers a relief of all the thoughts that are in my head and also the things that I want to tell people, but I can't. I don't know if you guys are the same. I have honestly realized now that I started dating my boyfriend that I'm like a person that likes to talk a lot, but I don't say much, if that makes sense. I don't, I think it's just like part of the way that I was raised, but I say a lot of words, but most of the time they don't really mean anything to other people. Like, for example, I'm trying to think of an example to illustrate to you that I'm not insane and this is just the way I work. For example, if I'm like thinking, I think out loud a lot and sometimes when I'm with my boyfriend, I'll be thinking out loud and talking through the decisions and I kind of want him to hear, but more so it's just for me to think out loud and other like I'll say a lot of things, but to my boyfriend, he's like, what are you talking about? And uh, to me, it's like, 
me working through those ideas out loud. So I'm just like a person that has to talk a lot, honestly. Um, but it's the same with journaling. Like I just have a lot of like things to say and like observations that I make that honestly people couldn't care less about. Other people probably wouldn't want to hear, but I want to share them with someone. It's probably why I have a podcast. But yeah, that's what I use my journal for. I'll write down like things like how I feel about things that I might not be able to share with other people stuff like that. I remember there was a tumultuous time recently between my friends and me and I had a lot of thoughts but obviously I couldn't really voice them to my friends because we were not in a conflict but it was just like I had a lot of contrasting opinions and I couldn't really tell anyone so I would just write them down in my journal. Yeah I don't know I feel like I just have a lot of opinions but I don't really feel the need to like voice them to other people but I just feel the need to have them so then I just write them in my journal. Also, it's just like a very nice relief. If you don't know like how to journal daily, I would honestly recommend also like getting prompts because those are very helpful. The prompts that I'm doing right now are from the book Kindness Now by Amanda Gilbert. Amanda Gilbert? I can't talk. And there's a lot of uh, prompts delving into self-love, compassion, empathy. Today, I was writing about resilience and it just brings up a lot of aspects of life that are so easily brush offable. You know, a lot of people tend to disregard these heavy topics, but I think it's really important to think about them on a daily basis, if not just like a regular basis for sure. So daily journaling is definitely one of my non-negotiables. I feel like when I'm traveling as well, that is something I'm definitely going to be doing a ton of and just like writing down everything, like drawing pictures in my journal and everything like that, sticking in the tickets, all this kind of stuff, because it is, there's going to be so many memories that come with those things. And I feel like it is just so valuable. And also it's just like different from vlogging or different from like taking an Instagram story because those are also ways that I share what I'm thinking about you know my private Instagram story especially that's one way I share like a lot of random thoughts that I have in my head but it's definitely different because you know when you know that you have an audience you'll kind of censor yourself or just be different but when you're truly on your own and you're not worried about anyone reading your journal then you can just say what you like and do what you like and it's honestly just all up to you my next non-negotiable is exercising during the week. So I don't really actually, I would like to exercise daily or maybe five to six times a week. But honestly, right now my schedule doesn't really allow for it just because I have class and stuff. But I'm very excited for final season because obviously during final season, you don't have classes or anything. So I'm going to be able to go to the gym more, which I'm very excited about. But exercise for me during the week is definitely a non-negotiable. And it doesn't even have to be like sweat a lot, high interval intensity training, like very hardcore working out. I just more so mean like any type of movement, really, whether it be walking, whether it be stretching, whether it just be, I don't know. I, I do like yoga and Pilates, but it's not my favorite. I personally just love high interval intensity training and just like the really hardcore workouts. I just have a lot of fun with them. So those are kind of like my ideal workouts or like going to the gym and lifting weights. But if that's not for you and you're more of a not as chaotic vibe as I am, I know a lot of people love Pilates and yoga nowadays and 
it is a lot of fun. For me, exercise is, I honestly don't even know. It kind of like is a hybrid between my alone time that I really value and also a time Okay, here's here's what I'm thinking about why the gym is important to me. It's it's partly alone time because I go to the gym by myself. I honestly would not probably really enjoy going to the gym with other people. And I've gone to the gym with other people before and it's not that I don't like them. It's more so just that like the gym for me, I associate it with like a self-improving place. And I think that's also because I started off going to the gym with that mentality. I started going to the gym after my breakup, my first breakup, and I was really in the mentality of like, I need to improve. This is for me. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to focus on myself. So I think I've just always seen working out and exercising in that way. So I don't think I would love going to the gym with other people. I'm always down, of course. But anyways, like it's alone time for me, the gym. The second thing is kind of like I said, it's a place for me to focus on me, prioritize me, and just like be with me. There's really few places in the world, especially because we live in such a nice society where you can just fully prioritize yourself. But I feel like the gym is one of those places. It's one of those places where you're really only thinking about yourself. You know, if you take up the bench and you take it for 45 minutes, don't do that during a busy season. But if you take the gym or the bench for 45 minutes when the gym is not packed, like who cares? The other people will just have to find another bench and that's fine. You don't have to worry about like, oh, am I being too nice? Or am I, is this person feeling okay? Like all this kind of stuff. And It's just sometimes really tiring to think of that, you know? So sometimes at the gym, I just really like that. I'm just thinking about me. My next point why I like the gym is because it's kind of like a place where I can prove to myself that I am stronger. You know, you, you shouldn't... Someone told me this. My boyfriend told me this. You shouldn't compare to anyone else. You should only compare yourself to your previous self. And for me, every time I go to the gym, I'm thinking about... Like, how do I feel compared to last time? Am I like, I can feel the improvement from a year ago or six months ago or whatever. And that definitely gives me a lot of motivation to exercise and work out for sure. My gym goal recently, I actually just hit my new PR, my new personal record of three pull-ups consecutively. And it just like gives me so much empowerment and strength so when I first started going to the gym that was like June of 2019 end of June of 2019 I got my pull-up my first pull-up by the end of that summer I remember when I first went to the gym I started going with a friend because I'd never been to a gym before and I didn't really know what to do so I went with a friend for the first few times and he asked me to do a pull-up and the first time I tried, I literally couldn't even lift myself up. Like I would hold onto the bar and I had no strength to move myself up even an inch. But by the end of that summer, I got my first pull-up. And then as I continued going to the gym and all that, I got my second pull-up consecutively. I remember when I started going to the gym again last summer, I was able to do two pull-ups and now I'm able to do three pull-ups and it's been, let me think, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. That's seven months. So about just over half a year. And it just gives me so much like 
I, I, it gives me so much power within myself to know that I'm literally making myself better and stronger and I can now see it and I can prove it to myself. It's crazy. Um, my initial goal was that I wanted to do 10 pull-ups consecutively, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to hit that in my life at all. So let's aim for five, aiming for five right now, for sure. I think that's definitely doable if I'm consistent, but yeah, exercise for me is just such a good thing. It's a time. It's also a time I'm prioritizing myself, taking care of myself, just everything like that. It's definitely a non-negotiable. I have to go work out or do some sort of exercise throughout the week, even if it means not doing as much homework. Honestly, that's not even something I really consider nowadays. If it means maybe not filming a podcast, but if that's my only workout of the week, then I would do it. Honestly, sorry guys, but my physical health is quite important to me. My last non-negotiable that I want to talk about is food and this is like so intuitive you know you have to eat food to survive obviously duh but I would also I would more say like specifically it's intuitive eating is my non-negotiable I when I went to the gym and started going to the gym I got more into like nutrition and diet and stuff and I started getting a little unhealthy with the way that I was treating food and the way that I was treating my body and I would start you know I had one of those apps where you put in like what you eat and then it'll tell you how many calories and macros and stuff it is it got so unhealthy for me and it was just like not a good time I I have another episode talking about this if you want to listen to it but it was just like not a good time that's all I got to say And now for me, I honestly eat a lot. I have probably never eaten more in my life on a daily basis, but with the rate that I'm exercising, with the rate that I just get hungry, I think I naturally just have a very fast metabolism. I don't punish myself for that anymore because I understand that my body needs this fuel to keep going. I currently eat like four to five meals a day, honestly. Um, I wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Wake up in the morning, have a bowl of yogurt. That's like a really small breakfast. A bowl of yogurt with some granola and chia and also a cup of coffee with some almond milk and creamer. And that just gets me started for the day. It like gets my digestive system moving, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But I just need that little bit of fuel to keep going and also go to the gym. And then after when I come back to the gym, I have another breakfast where I usually make something heartier. Like I've been loving um, breakfast sandwiches with avocados, eggs, salami, spinach, cheese, like the works, everything. Or recently I went back to my breakfast wraps. Breakfast wraps are so good. It's just like very filling breakfast. And then, oh my God, today I literally got hungry at like 11 a.m. again. After I finished my class, I was starving. So during that period, I'll usually get some sort of snack. Today I went to Tim Hortons and got a full-on meal because I was so hungry, but that's fine. Like, because I'm hungry, I'm going to let myself eat food. That's just the way it is. I'm not going to starve myself. Um, most of the time though, it's going to be like pretzels or, um, had chocolate covered macadamia nuts yesterday. Today I had, um, Canadian maple donut from Tim Hortons as well as a chicken bacon ranch wrap, something like that. 
Um, so snacks can be big or small, just depending on how I feel. And then I came back and I had lunch. So that was my one, two, three, fourth time eating that day. And today it was chicken breast, avocado, uh, crackers with cheese and salami. It's just so good. I just like love food right now. And then probably later on before I go to my fitness class tonight, I'm going to have another snack and then I'm going to have dinner tonight with my family. Obviously, I think food for me has just flipped a switch so much. I think it's because I also started cooking because when I was eating out every day at UBC on campus in my second year, I would constantly feel guilt because I wasn't really eating the healthiest food. You know, I would alternate between triple O's, which is like burgers and fries, and then I would get pizza and then I would get Subway. It was just like a constant rotation of those things. And then I didn't really know what was going into the food either. And I think that's a big problem with if you don't cook your meals. So once I started cooking a lot more, I feel like I've just been a lot more like at ease with the type of food that I eat because I know what's in it. I know where it came from. Well, I don't really know where it came from, but I know who bought it, you know, where it was and stuff like that. And that just gives me a lot more ease with my food. But yeah, I don't restrict myself now. I also let myself have ice cream dessert if I'm craving it because most of the time I used to be really scared that I would like eat the entire ice cream in a sitting or whatever. But most of the time, like for example, last night, I was really, really craving this new ice cream I got. It was, it's so good. It's this ice cream. I don't know if you guys are Asian, but one of my all time favorite foods, like genuinely, I could eat this until I die. One of my all time favorite foods is Taiwanese pine- pineapple cake. It's uh, feng li shou in Cantonese. And it's genuinely one of my favorite foods of all time. So what it is, is like, a pineapple a pineapple hard jelly it's not like jello jelly it's like chewy jelly and it's hard and then it's coated in like a cookie batter oh my god I'm like really butchering this but please tell me you know what this is I got that in ice cream form there was an ice cream store in my city that sold feng so flavored ice cream. I was like, oh my God. And last night I was craving it so bad. And I, I was like, oh my God, what if I eat like the entire pint? But I just ended up like having one scoop and then I was like, this is so good. Okay, now I'm done. I don't know. I feel like now that I don't pressure myself with eating, I'm just so much healthier and it's become a non-negotiable. This intuitive eating, letting myself eat what I want and not being concerned about anything like that is just so much better for me. So those are all my non-negotiables. I probably honestly have more depending, like if you let me think for another 30 minutes, but those are like the ones that came off the top of my head and were super, super important that I actively do every single day. We could also definitely talk about like non-negotiables that I have in friendships or in with family and all this stuff because those would definitely look totally different as well but that can be for another episode okay I have a lot of ideas now compared to earlier today when I literally had no idea what to film and I didn't even want to film my podcast but anyways I hope you have an amazing week 
Make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. There's a podcast YouTube channel if you'd like to see the video form. Um, there's a podcast Instagram at OverEasyThePodcast. You can also follow my personal YouTube channel. I post lifestyle and vlog content on there. I also have a personal Instagram, Manny.Lee, and I also have a TikTok, Manny.Lee, that I've been working on a lot recently. All of that will be linked down below if you would like, and also rate the podcast if you would like. Thank you so much if you do. I appreciate all the support and everything. I love you guys so much and I will see you in my next episode. Bye.